Welcome. My name is Jesse and you are listening to The Wake Up Call. This show is about opening your eyes to how you've been living, bringing awareness to the standard you've been operating at, and helping you start living to your full potential. There are two ways I'll help you do this. One, by disciplining your mind, and two, by strengthening your body. It's time to take stock of your current performance and go to the next level. Let's do this. Guys, welcome back to another edition of The Wake Up Call. Today's episode is all about stress. Now, this is something that I think we can all agree on that we've all experienced in some way or shape over the course of our lifetime is being under stress, okay? And stress comes in a lot of different shapes and forms. So it's not to say everything is created equal. So you might have times when your workload, so your career uh, and your profession is very high stress. So you go to work and from the get-go, you are just under the pump. And at the end of the day, all you wanna do is just sit down, chill out with a beer, pop open a cider, or pour yourself a glass of wine to take the edge off, to bring your stress levels down. And while that might you know, take that edge off and make you feel better in that immediate instant, it doesn't solve the problem. I liken this to masking the deep-seated issue. It is the equivalent of putting a Band-Aid on a broken bone. Sure, it, uh, it covers it up. You know, hopefully the bone that's sticking out of the body is no longer visible because you've patched it up and you've put something on top of it. But the fact remains that the broken bone is still there. You haven't actually fixed or solved the issue itself. All you've done is masked and covered up the problem. So when I'm talking about stress, I wanna talk about a few different ways that A, it comes on, and then B, some strategies that you can use to reduce or perhaps eliminate some stress from your life. And this is the big thing that a lot of people don't grasp or understand. Stress is stress. So if your boss yells at you at work for doing a shitty job or delivering a report that is overdue or not doing a task that you were assigned to do, that's a form of stress, okay? Your body starts to go into, it starts to contract, everything tightens up. Your breathing quickens, your heart rate, your breathing rate, you might get clammy hands, and your general anxiety kind of goes up, okay? For lack of a better description, it's kind of like the fight or flight um, response, okay? So it's where you either wanna fight or flee. So. When we talk about stress, there's another type of stress. And this is something that you can actually apply to your body and have a positive response if you do it correctly. And this comes in the form of exercise. So when I ask people, you know, do you have any stress release strategies? Do you have anything to reduce the amount of stress coming into your life? Most people don't have a direct answer for that. They kind of sidestep around the question and think, oh yeah, do a bit of this. Oh yeah, go for a walk, you know, once a month or, oh, you know, I'll, I'll crack open a beer. Ha 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 They'll joke about it, but that's actually what they do to try and cope with this stress. And if that is your coping strategy, if that is the mechanism you turn to whenever you are faced with stress, I can tell you it is not the best option from an actual stress and mental health standpoint but also from a physical and health standpoint, okay? 
by you turning to alcohol, drugs, cigarettes, whatever your vice or whatever your coping management strategy is, it should actually serve you in some way or form. And when, when you turn to alcohol or you have a cigarette and things like that, or maybe you binge eat, when you do this down the track, it comes to bite you in the ass. So when you, let's say it is, you, you go and binge eat, you crack open, you know, a full block of Kit Kat, or you go and devour a bag of chips, you know, a bag of lollies, and then you're sitting there in a heap feeling fat and sluggish, and you feel guilty for doing it. All you've really done is heaped extra stress on your body, on your system, on your mental state. So this is what I want to talk about today is strategies to remove stress or at least reduce it. And unfortunately for you, the listener, it revolves around some form of work. Some of it is mental work and some of it is physical work. But by doing the things that I'm going to talk you through in a moment, you will reduce your stress in a positive manner, meaning it will actually benefit you. Okay, so there's a couple of strategies that I personally use and I've used with clients with a lot of success. So I think we can all agree that in today's modern society, we are consumed with screens and technology and just some form of input some information, sounds, or just some form of stimulus. We're just gonna call it a stimulus. Anything that you receive into your body. What you see, what you hear, what you listen to, and what also you taste, okay? So that's where foods and drinks and alcohol and stuff comes into play. But what I have found to be very effective in terms of reducing stress is reading, for one. So reading does a couple things for me. When I read, I sit in my recliner in silence. I don't play music. All I do is I sit and I read. So for me personally, I read self-development books. I read things about leadership, business, you know, physical training. I read about, I read from Navy SEALs. I read about, uh, you know, a lot of different things. I'm reading a book every single day. It's called The Daily Stoic. And this is something that I would highly recommend for you. If you're not a reader, that's fine. This is actually a fantastic book because all you have to do is read one page per day. So what I wanna do is I wanna read one page from today. So today is May the 27th. So the book, The Daily Stoic, is written by Ryan Holiday and Stephen Hanselman. So this is what it says, May 27th, sweat the small stuff. So this is a quote. Well-being is realized by small steps, but is truly no small thing. Zeno. The famous biographer Diogenes Laertes attributes this quote to Zeno, but admits that it might have also been said by Socrates, meaning that it may be a quote of a quote of a quote. But does it really matter? Truth is truth. In this case, the truth is one we know well. The little things add up. Someone is a good person, not because they say they are, but because they take good decisions. One does not magically get one's act together. It is a matter of many individual choices. It's a matter of getting up at the right time, making your bed, resisting shortcuts, investing in yourself, doing your work. And make no mistake, while the individual action is small, 
its cumulative impact is not. Think about all the small choices that will roll themselves out in front of you today. Do you, do you know which ones, do you know which are the right way and which are the easy way? Choose the right way and watch as all these little things add up toward transformation. So this is something I read this morning, that passage that I just read to you. It's page 161. And the reason I share that with you is because that helps me deal with stress. Studying Stoic philosophy helps me make better decisions and choices. And that's one of the things that you have with you at all times is your reasoned choice. No matter where you are, who you are with, what the circumstances are, you have a choice. Your mind is always with you. What you do, what you, how you react, it's all up to you. How you deal with stress is up to you. So all you have to do is go on the Google machine and type in books and whatever category or topic that is of interest to you. For me, I read self-development books because there's a lot of stuff that I wanna improve and learn. And I read and learn from people who are smarter than myself who are where I wanna be. So that's what I encourage you to do. That is a fantastic stress reduction strategy, is to start the habit of reading. Now, I'll be honest with you. A few years ago, I absolutely hated reading. When I was growing up, I just detested it. I was slow and I just didn't like it. I still remember when I was in primary school, picked up uh, one of the Harry Potter books. My brother was on like the fourth book and I picked up the first one and I got like 28 pages in and then I just stopped. And since then I have not, well since then, I didn't read because I didn't really find anything that was of interest to me. But when you do stumble upon a topic that you know perhaps you're not as well developed as you should be. So if it's in your professional environment, if you can't deal with stress or adversity, maybe you need to look into a bit of leadership Maybe you need to work on a bit of mindset stuff on how to reframe bad situations and gain a different perspective. So when we talk about dealing with stress, food and alcohol are terrible options. I think that I think that's pretty self-explanatory. I believe it is. That is my belief. The second way that you can deal with stress also actually happens to place more stress on you, and that is physical training. This is what happens when you do physical training. Let's say you go and you lift some weights. Let's go, let's say you're training for an hour, 45 minutes to an hour. You go into the gym, you warm up, and you get started. You do some warm-up sets, and then you get into lifting weights. Let's say it's squats, you do some deadlifts, you do some rows, you do some presses, and you finish off with a workout of the day, something short and sharp to get your uh, short and sharp to get your heart rate up. That's a pretty comprehensive session. So you have used physical energy and exerted yourself for 45 to 60 minutes. So if you've had a really shitty day at work, that is a fantastic way to blow off some steam and get rid of some frustration. But also know that it has placed more stress on your system. It has been done in a productive manner. So if you get adequate rest, you eat the right foods, and you sleep, you will recover and become a stronger human being. Your body will adapt, and you will come out of that situation 
better for it. As opposed to the other option, which is to go and eat some shitty foods, go and drink some alcohol, and then hope and wish and pray that the situation improves itself. Hmm, I wonder which of those two options would be better for you. We both know the answer to that. But when we talk about stress, you need to understand your role in the situation, what you can control and what you cannot control. You cannot control other people. You cannot control the weather. You cannot control a lot of things in life. That's a fact. So all you can control is how you respond to that stress or that situation. How you respond and react is completely up to you. Let's say somebody gives you some negative criticism about a job at work. Do you bury your head in the sand? Do you, do you go and cry in the corner and sulk and say, oh, Jimmy was mean to me, he yelled at me? Or do you look at the situation objectively and think, I didn't meet the criteria. It was meant to get done last week and I didn't do it. Put your hand up, just take ownership. If you fucked up, just put your hand up and say, I stuffed up, I know what I did wrong, and next time it won't happen. It's a learning opportunity. So things where people get stressed can also be a point of reflection and growth, if you choose to make it so. It really comes down to your perspective and how you wanna deal with this situation. People look at stress as bad. Oh, stress, 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 gotta avoid it, gotta avoid it. Well, how do you think you're going to avoid stress? In today's society, the way we operate and the way we live, there's a lot of stuff happening, there's a lot of stimuli, there's a lot of things going in, a lot of inputs, what you watch, what you listen to, what you do, what you eat, what you drink. And unless you pay careful attention to that stimuli, you could be exposing yourself to more stress than necessary. That's why I don't watch the news. I made a decision, a conscious decision, a while ago that I wasn't gonna watch the news because every time I turned it on, it was always something negative in the world. Disaster this, explosion that, fire over here, tsunami in here. And while that is terrible, I understand, I'm not blowing it off and saying it's not important or it doesn't matter, it does. But this is something that I can control. If my reaction and what happens to my body and my chemistry when I watch something is, it puts me in a negative state and I get more stressed about something that I cannot control, why would I continue putting that information and that stimulus into my body? It does not serve me. If I need some information, I can use the Google machine to find out. That is the power of the internet. A lot of the information that you want or need you can search on your own volition. So a lot of people get stuck into the system or they get put in a little box. Wake up, chuck the telly on, watch the news. Negative, 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 negative. So by the time you've even left the house, you're in a negative state. And then if you're driving to work, traffic. In Perth, the traffic sucks. If you're on the freeway, it sucks even more. So you've had negative input from the TV, you get in the car, there's traffic, it's negative. If you listen to the radio, hopefully you don't because you're listening to my podcast, but if you're listening to the radio, that's just garbage and it's more negative. 
information that you don't need. That's not essential. It's not essential. It's just people talking drivel. But then you get to work and then you start the grind. And if that's the way you approach your day, you might want to rethink your attitude. It's only a grind. It's only a grind if you choose it to be. I love what I do for work personally. I'm passionate about it. I'm good at what I do. And that's why I continue to learn and build on my skills every single day. Because when you're good at something, you get rewarded for it. You get better results at work. So it's up to you how you choose to operate and how you choose to show up to work as well. That's your choice. If you get there and you look at your watch and it says nine o'clock, oh, only eight hours to go. That's gonna be a long eight hours. And then, you know, you do the whole gathering around the water cooler, talking to Kathy or Simon. Hey, Simon, how you doing? Oh, so-and-so in HR or whatever is, it just turns into a gossip. That's more negative information. Politics in the workplace, massive. Do you have to be involved? No, you can choose not to. Again, you removed another stress from your life by choosing not to get involved in petty gossip. And make no mistake, the reason I'm stressing and I'm going over this stress topic is because it plays a massive role to your health and fitness. Most people don't take it seriously until it bites them in the ass and they have no coping strategy. So my advice to you, if you're listening, you are already showing signs that you want to improve yourself. You want to improve the quality of your life. You want to improve your strength and you want to become mentally tougher. That's fantastic. My advice is to list some ways and strategies that you are willing to try and stick to for at least two weeks. So this might involve reading 10 pages per day of a self-development book. It might be going for a walk in silence, not near a busy street. Go for a trail work, uh, a trail walk. That's what I do on the weekends. Often I take my dog out and we just go for a 45, 60 minute trail walk. It's lovely, it's in nature, it's quiet, it's peaceful. Once again, I've controlled my input and you can do the same. Physical training is huge. I don't know too many people who have trained or done a workout and then at the end of it have said, oh, that was a mistake, I regret that. But I know a lot of people who, when they do plan to exercise or work out and they don't do it, they regret that. And that adds more stress and more guilt. And then the cycle continues. So what you need to try and do is build your day for success. Build your week for success. What are some routines and habits that you should be developing or you should be investing more time and effort into but aren't? Is it reading? Is it listening to more podcasts? Is it walking more frequently? Is it improving and becoming more structured with your exercise routine? Is it to do some mobility work? Is it to do some breathing drills or meditation? If any of those strike you and you think, oh, that might be a good idea, go and look into it. Use that Google machine. But from my experience, most people do not deal with stress head on. They realize they're stressed 
and they think I should do something about it and then they just keep living their life and their situation never improves never improves and they wonder why me what why am I always so stressed why do I always feel like the world is crumbling around me why do I feel like the oxygen is getting sucked out of the room well it's not the world is against you things happen for you not to you most of the time and if you take the perspective of okay I feel pretty stressed out right now things are pretty tough take a step back detach yourself from the situation and ask yourself what can I do in this situation what can I do to improve it and then what are you willing to do to improve it there might be 20 different possible options but if you're not willing to pull the trigger and actually do any of those things all of those options are null and void so what's it going to be are you going to keep letting those stress levels rise and rise and rise until you are faced with some form of catastrophic injury heart condition breakdown or are you going to do something positive on your own terms and get ahead of this thing stress levels rise and rise and rise and it's like a kettle once it gets so hot it's gonna burst it's gonna explode and I hope that you realize how important it is it affects your breathing if it affects your breathing it affects your sympathetic nervous system so that's the fight-or-flight response everything if all of your muscles and your breathing is tight and bound up and feels like it's working harder than it should be even when you're at rest that's going to overload your body your system as a whole you need to find ways to work into the parasympathetic system which is the rest and digest system reading mindful eating is another great strategy so mindful eating this is something that not many people do especially with all the screens that we have available and you know how much we have to be attached to the damn phone have you recently so by recently let's call it the last three days have you eaten your meals uninterrupted no screens no input so you're sitting down at the table on the couch and just focused on eating not scrolling Facebook or Instagram not watching the TV but have you just sat there and eaten your meal and the usual rebuttal I get when I start talking to people about uh, the effects of mindful eating is I don't have time you don't have time to sit down uninterrupted and eat a meal really unbelievable I don't believe that for a second you can't set aside 10 or 15 minutes to eat a meal in peace and quiet come on get a grip let's get real I call bullshit eating is a big component of our lives that it's it's how we live it's how we provide our body with the nutrients necessary for vital organ function aka keeping you alive so stress is massive guys it really is and unless you have strategies in place on a regular basis I would highly encourage you to start doing so some of the ones that I do regularly like I mentioned I read on a daily basis 
not a, not on a sometimes basis, a regular basis. Every single day I read. You can do the same thing. You can also do guided meditation. I've done that in the past and it's helped me. I'm not really sure what to focus on, but if I have a guided meditation, it gives me specific things to focus on. It brings awareness to my breathing and my current surroundings, and I feel more calm afterwards. But for me personally, I can't go too long, otherwise I fall asleep. True story, okay? Walking, fantastic, very underrated. So you can use exercise, uh, you can use walking as a form of exercise, but you can also use it as a form of decompression to bring your stress levels down. And it's also really good if you want to get some added learning in listening to a podcast like this one. And something I haven't mentioned as well, which I do on a semi-regular basis, is flotation therapy. So this is starting to become more popular now. And for me personally, I find it amazing. Flotation therapy is where you hop in a float ta- uh, a float tank, flotation tank. So it's got about 500 kilos of Epsom salts or magnesium, and you're essentially lying in kind of warm water, and all of your body weight is taken off of you. Okay, so you just lie in this tank of water, and you just float. So it's a sensory deprivation tank. There's no, you can have lights on if you choose. I go completely black, so there's no input whatsoever, and you just lay there, takes pressure off all of your joints, and it's just silent. Gives you time to start to work through the clutter in your brain, but also if there is too much input, it gives you a chance to shut every single bit of it out. Complete and utter silence. It's beautiful, and I've done many floats, and I've had some really interesting experiences, and in many of my floats, I fall asleep. And I have amazing sleeps the night of a float as well. So that's something you can use as well, something to think about. Very good for recovery for the body, but also very good for reducing stress and removing all input on the brain and the mental side. And the last thing that I'll touch on here as a, as a strategy which you may have already tried and you might, you might find useful is massage. Typically when I go for massage, it is to remedy or fix some kind of injury, whether I've overworked an area, maybe I've had a big game of football, maybe I've just finished a Spartan race and my body is kind of being beaten up and it needs a bit of bit of love, bit of TLC. Massage is a fantastic remedy. Once again, it helps you towards that parasympathetic state, rest and digest. Super relaxing, good for your body, good for your mind. So guys, I highly encourage you, if you're not really starting to think about it, really start dialing in on your recovery. Not just physically, but also mentally, emotionally. If you're always being bombarded with emails, screens, sounds, and different stimuli, you will be overwhelmed. And unless you have strategies in place to overcome them, and reduce or eliminate some of that stress in your life, it will overwhelm you. It will overwhelm you. No matter how strong you think you are, no matter how resilient you are, it's like that kettle, the temperature keeps rising, eventually it will explode. Start releasing some of that pressure. If you need recommendations for books, please reach out. I've got, I have a full library in my office. 
I have books. I have a book list of 184 books. Some I have already purchased and some are on my to do uh, to buy list. So there's no shortage of recommendations on my part. But guys, please do not neglect stress. People hear about, yeah, yeah, I'll do it. I'll get around to it. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll get around to it next week. No, you won't. Get onto it now. What can you do today? What will you do today to start bringing those levels down? It'll help you from a hormonal standpoint. It will help you from a body composition standpoint. It will help you from a recovery standpoint. And it will help you from a mental standpoint. Imagine having more mental energy to put into other endeavors like work, with your family, with your friends, and on yourself personally. You'd be amazed at what reducing some stress levels in your life can do for you. It's something not to be scoffed at and is something you need to take seriously. But it needs to be done regularly. This isn't just, okay, I'll do it once a month. I'll, I'll schedule it in for the 11th. <laughs> That's not gonna work. Because by the time the 11th comes out, that kettle, it's gonna be at boiling point. You'll be at your tipping point, ready to just strangle somebody or punch someone in the face. You need to find ways to not do that, but also to make sure that you can respond to stress positively and not just turn to the chocolates, to the chips, to the pizzas, to the drive-through, or to the alcohol. Very easy to do, especially if you had a shit day. I'll just grab myself a glass of wine, and then, oh, that tasted nice. I might just uh, top my glass up here. Then you have two, and then you've gone through a bottle, and then you wake up tomorrow feeling even more shit. And then you start that cycle all over again because you've set your day up the wrong way. So that's my advice for you guys. Start getting control of your stress. It might mean eliminating TV. It might mean listening to more podcasts or listening to some positive music on the way to work instead of the stupid radio. So I hope that helps you guys. I hope it gives you some insight into how you can improve the quality of your life. So I will be talking a lot more about the physical training uh, and exercise part of things, but this is something that was on my mind and I thought getting this off my chest will help you because it's something I already do and my stress levels are pretty well under control. I have strategies in place when, you know, perhaps my workload increases and I have to do a bit of a sprint for, you know, two, three weeks of a heavier workload. I've got ways to overcome it. And you need to do the same for you and your situation. So guys, thank you for listening. If you have comments, if you need book recommendations, please reach out to me on either Facebook or Instagram. Okay. My social media is Fuller Strength and Conditioning, F-U-L-L-A, Strength and Conditioning. Or if you want to hit me up directly, go to my website, www.fullerfullasc.com and get in touch and I'll help you the best I can. So guys, thank you for listening. If you benefited from this show, I would really appreciate you helping me to try and spread this message and grow this movement. It's not for everybody, I understand that, but it's for the people who want more, the people who want better for their life, for their body, not just for themselves, but for the people they're in contact with, your world, the people in your world. So guys, thanks for listening, I really appreciate it. I really appreciate the, the little group of people we have growing in this movement, and I wanna keep expanding it. Let's get this message out there to people who need it. Thanks guys, I'll speak to you soon.
If you loved the wake-up call, found it entertaining, or got some benefit out of listening, I would appreciate you helping me to spread the word. Please, share it with a friend or on social media so that you can pay it forward and give someone else the opportunity to improve themselves like you just have. Thanks for listening. We'll see you soon for another episode.